With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Real Animal Saturday, your weekly voyage into the world of Florida fishing. Now here to chart today's course, your host, Captain Mike Anderson. And joining me this morning, my good friend Larry Rankin. He is the vice president of Ducket Fishing. We've been talking to him this morning about Major League Fishing and the state of bass fishing in the country. Also, the incredible line of ducket rods that uh, are available at a lot of your retailers around the country. Uh, Larry, where, where where can people find ducket rods if they want to pick one up and put one in their hand? Well, you can find them in every one of these retailers here at Okeechobee. Uh, I visited them all this, uh, yesterday morning, but all of the big box, I mean, it's a well-distributed brand. Um, Bass Pro Shop, Cabela's Academy, Sportsman's Warehouse, you, you name it, they all stock it. Um, the, you know the, the depth of distribution um, is going to vary, you know, by chain. And the, sure. and the vast tackle shops, um, where that's our largest customer. When you, you put them all together, uh, there are more rods sold in the independent uh, retail tackle shops than than anybody else. When you put them all together, and that's, I think that's a really really important point, um, Mike. Is that when you think about these lakes and your first caller who you fished with on Thursday? Um, the business in that area thrives because of bass fishing, and as, and as a result, that tackle shop is important to the economy and, and to us as well. Gotcha, gotcha. I, I'm I'm impressed. You know, uh, it, being in the fishing industry and the tournament game here on the saltwater side for so many years, you see so many guys who are absolutely just incredible anglers, just absolutely mind blowing. Um, you know, they take people fishing uh, when they're not fishing tournaments and all that. And, and I'm just talking about the saltwater side. But you, you don't see as many, you know, guys like the Boyd Duckets that are not only obviously is Boyd Duckett a phenomenal angler, like world-class bass fisherman, but what a great mind for business and, and building the brand and the things he's done. That's very impressive to me. So, you know, congratulations to you landing in a great spot with Ducket Fishing and all that. And uh, I think it's going to be great for Ducket Fishing having you on board, my friend. Well, thank you. Um, we're, we're enjoying our um, our time together so far. He's actually a great boss. You're right. He's a, he's a phenomenal business mind. And he was a businessman. Um, before he was a successful tournament angler, but he's actually been fishing professional tournaments since 1977. Wow. Um, but he started his career uh, on the business side very, very young as well. So, um, yeah, he's, he's always been somebody who had a career and fished at the same time, which takes an amazing amount of energy to be able to do both. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Ducketfishing.com is the website. Let's try to get through some of these calls. We've had some people hanging online here a while. Let's go to Bill in Brandon. Bill, you're on Real Animal Saturday. How are you this morning? Pretty good. Yourself? I can't complain, my friend. What you got for us? Well, you've always talked about freshwater fishing and all. Has anybody ever talked about over uh, here at Edward Medard Park at the reservoir? It's a 700-acre uh, 
fresh water. It's a beautiful place. That Medard, Edward Medard Park is an absolutely gorgeous place. I actually did some filming in there last year for some of my tips of the week. We were just looking for a neat place to pull the boat in, do some outdoor shots, and, and do some interviews with some of the uh, sponsors of Real Animals TV. And, and I chose Edward Medard Park just because it is a very, very beautiful place right there between kind of between Brandon and Plant City. Yeah, it's there off the Turkey Creek Road. Yep. Uh, they do open at 7 o'clock. You can go on, you know, from 7 to 5. You have to be an hour off, one hour off before the park closes. Okay. Uh, it costs you $7, and uh, that's for your, you know, the boat launch and all. Now, what do you, what do you, do you fish that, that lake no, a lot? No. I used, to, I used to work out there. Oh, okay. Do you know then if they, how the speckled perch bite is out there? How's the, how's the speck bite on those lakes? Is it any good? As far as I know, they said it's pretty good. They got largemouth bass, uh, black crappie, uh, sunfish, brim, panfish. Uh, nice. Uh, sunshine bass, hybrid striped bass, uh, wow. catfish, and others. Nice. But it is a, um, a fish management area now. Okay. So what does that mean? That it's uh, catch and release only? No. you can. They do have uh, a fishing regulation once you go in if you've never fished there before. Just ask them, you know, for the fishing regulations, and it tells you what you can, you know, your bag limits and all that on there. Okay. Interesting. And, Interesting. And uh, there's no cat uh, cast nets unless you're a, uh, a fresh, uh, a commercial fisherman, and they do have, you know, certain times that you can go out there with it. I got you. But okay. You can fish anywhere in there except for right up there at the front. Yeah, it's a beautiful lake. Thank you, Bill. We appreciate that call. Nicely done. Good stuff. Yeah, Edward Medard Park out there in, in Plant City, a very close and very beautiful lake. I've never fished it, but uh, it would not surprise me to uh, roll in there and uh, and catch a few nice fish at the size of that lake for sure. Let's go to the phone lines again here. Let's check in with our good friend Dylan Hubbard, get a report on the offshore side of saltwater fishing here in Florida. D-Hubs, how are you, buddy? Good, guys. How are you this morning? Man, I can't complain, buddy. I had a great week, man. I had a great charter yesterday with some really, really excellent people that uh, I met for the first time. And then, uh, you know, I got a chance to go out there, get that freshwater rinse on Thursday and do a little fish in Polk County. And uh, it was really good, too. I had a blast. So life is good. Cool, man. Cool. Yeah. Same here. It's been a beautiful week. Yeah, right. And uh, the Yesterday was just uh, the calmest I've seen it in probably a little bit more than a month and a half. For sure, right? That was one of those dreamy winter offshore days, wasn't it, when the winds were down and, you know. It was almost like it was summertime. Yeah. It was gorgeous. Yeah, no doubt. Except for the cool weather, but uh, definitely the bite was great the last two days, just really, really on fire, anywhere from about – 70 to about 100 foot of water right now. The mangrove snapper, the lane snapper, some hogfish, everything is just foaming. Nice. Uh, so it's a really, really great time to get out to those deeper near shore waters. And then if you can make it all the way out there, 120, 130 foot, all the way up to about 200 foot of water, we're seeing a lot of big fat red grouper, some nice scamp grouper, plenty of big mangrove snapper and vermilions and porgies as well. Right now, the scam grouper bite is going really well, but you got to get out there towards that 200 foot of water. 
and uh, we caught a scamp grouper this past week that was pushing almost 20 pounds. Ooh. So monster. Oh, that's good grouper. eats, too, man. That's good eats. What about the uh, blackfin tuna bite? I keep hearing good things about the blackfin tuna this time of year. January and February is probably the best blackfin tuna bite of the entire year, especially okay. around that full moon. So okay. being as though it's a full moon weekend, I would imagine our 44-hour full moon trip that's out there right now is going to come home with a big pile of fish. The new moon is also very good as well. Uh, remembering back the last five, ten years or so, the best trip I've ever seen for blackfin tuna. We had a 39-hour come home with 33 keeper blackfin tuna for only 25 people. And that was in the month of February on the new moon. So definitely the new and full moon in January and February is the best time for blackfin. We haven't seen a large number of them yet, but okay. I would imagine this weekend's going to be that that weekend where you see them. The unfortunate up. part is that weather. I mean, it's yeah. going to get ugly. I know. It's going to get ugly on Sunday. I was thinking yeah. about that when Jeff Page called in talking about the water clarity on Tampa Bay, you know, that we're going to lose a little bit of that after it blows 30 tomorrow. That's going to booger, yeah. uh, that's going to booger things up a little bit. And it's not going to blow just 30 tomorrow. Today's going to be a dangerous day because it's oh. absolutely flat calm out there right now. Yep. But at some point today, it's going to pick up. and We've got a lot of boats out there. And uh, after what happened a few weeks back with these cold fronts, we're definitely a little bit more leery today. Yeah. So yep. everybody's staying in communication. And once that weather picks up, everybody's going to book it home. But it's definitely going to pick up tonight or this afternoon. Yeah. And then it's going to stay up pretty much this entire week. Tuesday, if you're trying to get offshore, Tuesday looks like the best and only day, really, right. in the next five to seven days, just because we have a low pressure, then we have a high pressure, then we have a low pressure, then we have a high pressure. Nice. Almost four large frontal boundaries between high and low pressures over the next five days. So it's always nice to get be some turbulent wintertime weather. Yeah, always nice to get challenged. It's always good, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Tell yeah. everybody how they can find you over there at Hubbard's Marina D Hubs. You can check us out tomorrow night live on our Hubbard's Marina Facebook and YouTube page for that weekly uh, live fishing conversation Q&A show that we do every Sunday night at 8.30. You can win free fishing trips. Just tune in. Also, you could check us out, Hubbard's Marina, on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or simply search hubbardsmarina.com. And don't forget, if you're too busy to go fishing, you're just too darn busy. Well done, D-Hubs. Appreciate you, kiddo. All right, guys. Have a good day. Thanks, brother. You too. Good stuff right there. Let's drop down here real quick, get our safe boating tip of the week. Our good friend, Captain Jim Fogle from the Coast Guard Auxiliary. Jimmy, how are you? Good morning. Good morning. Great show, guys. Hi, buddy. Great Thank show. you. Thank you. It's good to have Larry Rankin in from Duck and Fish. Yeah, and yeah. Nice to have some freshwater, you know, knowledge in the in the studio. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. man. And freshwater boaters can have their vessel safety checks done just as well as saltwater boaters can. And should. They Even the most cautious boaters, you know, can sometimes have unexpected problems on the water. And so, of course, the Coast Guard recommends that all recreational boaters, including personal watercraft and paddlecraft, take advantage of the free vessel safety check programs every year. It's no cost and no ticket and no paperwork submitted if you do not pass. You don't get a coupon? If you're, okay. You do not get a coupon. There's no cost. <laughs> So what is a vessel safety check? Well, it's a complimentary check performed by members of the Coast Guard Auxiliary who are certified vessel examiners. Not all auxiliarists are, but the ones that would 
inspect your boat are certified vessel examiners. And they're going to tell you whether or not you meet federal and state requirements for safety. Included in the check are the life, we're going to check over your life jackets. And yeah, okay, maybe you do have four and maybe you've had them in the hole for 10 years. Well, the straps might be getting a little gnarly on there. So we're going to tell you whether they're still good or not. Whether you've got to, we need to check your throwable. We want to check your registration and numbering. Believe it or not, we find we find too many boats that the registration number, the HIN number on the back of the boat, doesn't match the paperwork. And that's a bad thing because if your boat ever gets stolen, you'll never get it back because you can't prove it was your boat. So uh, we check over lights on the boat. We check your fire extinguishers. We check your distress flares. We check your horn. We check over the battery just a little bit. We don't, you know, we're not going to judge your battery other than the fact that whether it's corroded and whether or not it's in a place where you might drop a wrench on it real easy and cause a fire. Right. We check the blowers on inboard boats. We check through hulls on vessels with built-in heads, not not uh, the uh, takeout type, but just the through hulls. We check placards for oil placards and MARPOL. MARPOL is the marine pollution track uh, placards. Um, and when you're when you have uh, completed a successful inspection, we're going to give you a sticker on the side of your boat. If you do not pass right then, we're not going to give you a sticker, but we will come back when you get whatever it is you need. Reinspection. And reinspect it. Nice. No problem at all. That's what makes Coast Guard Auxiliary so awesome, Jim Fogle. Good stuff, buddy. I appreciate buddy. you guys yeah. a lot. For the Coast Guard Auxiliary in St. Peter's, Jim Fogle, be safe out there. Thank you, brother. Good job, Jimmy. Good stuff right there. We're up against the clock here. Larry Rankin with Ducket Fishing. Go to ducketfishing.com. Check out the great new line of rods there, available at a lot of your local tackle retailers. And, uh, again, he'll be here with me until 8 o'clock. If you've got freshwater questions, maybe freshwater rod questions, he is the guy in the know. We're also going to hear from our good friend, Captain Neil Holland, with his Ghost Trap Rodeo going on again today, uh, doing some good cleanup stuff in Tampa Bay. Phone lines are open. Hillsborough 990, Pinellas 461. They both end in 9352. Remember, we're also live at Facebook slash Real animals as well. Light them up. We'll be back. From AM to PM, 16K a day, your next chance to win a thousand bucks coming up Monday at 606 on News Radio WFLA. So almost 30 days these losers in Washington have been on vacation, huh? Uh, I, it's absolutely mind-blowing to me that 29 days these morons are out and can't get together and two groups of adults can't figure out stuff. It's crazy. Welcome back. 726 here at the iHeart Media Empire. My good friend Larry Rankin with Ducket Fishing is my guest this morning. This is unfortunately our, our little short segment before the bottom of the hour. We're going to try to slide into our good friend Neil Holland here who's got a ghost trap rodeo going on today. How are you this morning, Captain? Hey, Mike. I'm doing real well, thanks. Good, buddy. Uh, good morning to you. Good morning to yeah. you, pal. So what's going on? we got another rodeo today? Yeah, man, we have our third rodeo uh, during the six-month project we're doing. 
And we're excited, Mike. I mean, we seem to have turned a corner and the community seems to have some real awareness of what's going on now. We've gone from eight boats in the first event to 11 boats in the second one to 35 registered boats today and wow. another 25 uh, shoreline walkers, including a veterans group here uh, doing a, a hockey program for disabled vets, and we're real excited about that. That's very cool, man. That's very cool. It's good stuff you're doing. You know, yeah. when, when you were in studio here with me, you know, we – we uh we we forget about these traps out there you know although we see them a lot on especially on these winter low tides you uh you can see them a lot but you don't really put two and two together just how many are out there you're exactly right and that's the whole reason our project is planned during these winter months with the low tides and the clear water I think a lot of us that fish the Tampa Bay area regularly are seeing these things oh, yeah. and uh with this permit that we've got for the project from FWC it gives us the the authority, let's say, or the clearance at least, to go on out and pick them up and uh, provide them back to the state, which they're they're using all the trap materials for oyster reef restoration pilot programs around the state of Florida. Very nice. So it's like this really cool way to give back and participate and clean up our fishery and ensure the longevity of it. Well, it's good stuff you're doing there. So you got one today. Where's today's at? Real quick, we got about a minute left. You bet. Uh, today's is at E.G. Simmons Park, right over there at the mouth of the, of the Little Manatee River in Cockroach Bay. Yeah. Um, and I, the only other thing I forgot to mention is that we've got $25,000 in value of industry-sponsored uh, prizes from Powerpole, Barracuda, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, folks want to get involved, it's at OceanAid360.org. That's where all the information is, OceanAid360.org. And we're doing this together with uh, CCA Florida. Um, and Tampa Bay Watch. And where's your next one at? Uh, the next one is going to be at Whedon Island uh, okay. in February. Okay. Well, good stuff. Well, stay yeah. in touch with me, brother. Keep up the good work. Uh, you know I'm a big fan of the project and a big fan of you and what you guys are doing out there, and uh, we appreciate you cleaning up, cleaning up the bay so I can run around and do what I do. <laughs> That's right, man. Thank you so much, and th- thank you to Larry. It's been a great interview today. Real interesting show. I'm enjoying it. I appreciate you very much, my friend. Have a great day out there at E.G. Simmons Park, and clean them up, all right? Thank you, bud. We will. We'll let you know how it goes. All right, Captain. Appreciate you, buddy. Good okay. stuff right there. Neil Holland and that Ocean Aid 360 doing a good job cleaning up the bay a little bit with uh, help from our good friends at CCA Florida and Tampa Baywatch, all great groups doing great conservation things in our estuary here on the beautiful west coast of Florida. My guest this morning is Larry Rankin. We've got our big segment here. I'm going to talk a little bit more about duck and fishing and uh, what to expect from them in the real near future here. Uh, maybe a little bit more about these awesome rods that Boyd Duckett has out on the bass side of the world. So we'll be back talking fishing with Larry Rankin. Audible Hearing Aid Studios. This is News Radio WFLA. I think the Who's coming here, aren't they? Isn't aren't the Who playing here in March or something? Thought I heard Ron Diaz on DAE one morning talking about the Who visiting Tampa. Aren't they like seventy-five years old now? Right? I mean. I mean, it is what it is. I think they're like 65 or 70 years old. God bless them. It was a classic 
Classic, classic tune there still, though, Teenage Wasteland. My good friend Larry Rankin with Ducket Fishing joining me this morning. We're going to talk a little bit more about some freshwater rinsing, some freshwater fishing with him here in just a second. You know, the Gator Ford Fishing Conversation, always the second Tuesday of the month. And for February, that's going to be Tuesday, February 12th. We're going to be there. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 7 to 9 p.m. and Captain Dave Blanchard, the pumpkin jigs man himself, will be my guest. Always a great seminar. Lots of good information on how to catch them, where to catch them, when to catch them, all that stuff. We've got some great food sponsors as well. My good friend Craig out at Frankie's Patriot Barbecue on Ulmerton is doing the barbecue. West Shore Pizza in Brandon. My good man JR is serving up some pizza pies. And our new food sponsor is Burger Monger. That is joining us as well out there. So make sure you come hungry. As Jeff Page mentioned earlier, we've got our kayak that you can register to win from uh, our good friends down at Economy Tackle and Dolphin Paddle Sports in Sarasota. And then my good friends at Whiskey Bent Barbecue in Dunedin have ponied up a Traeger grill as well. So we got to stay one step ahead of our good friend Jeff Page. And now we're double dipping. We got the Economy Tackle Kayak, and the Traeger Grill that you can register to win each and every time you come. So if you come to all 12, you'll have 12 chances to win the Traeger Grill. You'll have 12 chances to win the Kayak as well in the box. And then I'll have regular goodies to give away as we do each and every month. Let's talk a little more fishing with my good friend Larry Rankin. Again, he is Vice President of Ducket Fishing. You can go to ducketfishing.com and check them out right there. Let me ask you something, Larry. I know you're going to fish Okeechobee this morning, which uh, I am jealous of. But what? I mean, what? What? Where does where does Okeechobee rank when it comes to great bass fishing lakes here in the United States? I mean, I, I don't even know which. I mean, which ones are the preeminent ones? Do you know? Yeah, I mean it. It's a it's a long list um, based on the on the time of, of year that you are fishing. Okay, that uh, makes the sense. The longest time Okeechobee was number one. Um, it's fallen out of that. I don't want to say it's fallen out of the top ten, um, but it, it's fallen a lot because 
of the conditions we talked about earlier. And I think a lot of the anglers who fish multiple, multiple tur- tournaments here over the years will tell you that, that, you know, depending on which way the wind is blowing, you got about three major places in this lake that you can catch fish in, in, in big numbers and big weights. When if you looked back 20 years ago, you could actually really catch a big sack right in the middle of that lake, and the middle of the lake is dead. Um, so uh, where they're hitting coming up here, the, the Rayburns, the Gunnersvilles, um, Coho's, uh, St. John's systems, um, all, all of those systems are really, really up there. And, of course, later in the season when you go up north, um, the big uh, big fisheries up there like, like Erie where you can catch you know, five to six-pound smallmouth and really have a bag. Champlain is a fantastic lake and it's a combination of a large mouth and, and small mouth on that lake um so so there are just tons of them uh, grand lake is always a great fishery um you know unless you're trying to fish there in august it's really tough but most of the bass lakes are tough unless you're up yeah. there summer right right as soon as so, it gets really really warm it was interesting i was home uh, i was home uh to see my my mom and my brother uh over the christmas holiday and my my uncle bill uh who was four-time world walleye fishing champion on the PWT um, in in having a, a family Christmas event and getting to get caught up with him. You know, he was saying that that it, it's, it's absolutely amazing, he said, that how the bass fishing up there has improved. And I asked him, you know, kind of point blank, I mean, because, you know, when I was a kid there, you know, which, again, it's been a couple of years now, um, you know, bass fishing just wasn't that big a thing. And I asked him what the deal was, and he said that it was the emphasis on water quality, which actually started to uplift the, the walleye fishing. He said, but through all of that, the water is so clean and the, and the vegetation grows so well now and, and the, the bait fish are so uh, prevalent and strong that the bass fishing has just exploded up there, um, which I think is something we could learn from down here, that the time, the energy, the effort uh, on water quality and on conservation and all these things can really pay off if we'll actually get dedicated to it and everybody will get on board and, and kind of do it together. No, there, there is no doubt about that. I mean, another great example is Lake Erie. You only have to go back about 30 years, and most people would say that's a dead lake. I mean, in the late 70s, the water around Cleveland could catch on fire. And <laughs> right. so, I'm serious. Right, right, so right. And so, so this emphasis on water, clean water, and and putting some of the responsibility as well on the, on the angler for, for taking their boat in and out of the water and not spreading um, species that are or not indigenous that water was also important sure. but if you look at erie now most people would tell you that it is one of the best fisheries in the country and it's you know three three decades is just a snap of the fingers to take about a you know a longer timeline so it can be done here very quickly i, I would think that the water i'm going to fish today could could have a major rebound in less than a decade with the right emphasis well i certainly hope that that becomes uh and stays a priority with uh with our new governor there, uh, I know you're a big uh, a big fan of of Chris Whitman and uh, and the, the efforts of Captains for Clean Water, as am I. And uh, I'm hoping that some of this stuff starts to resonate. I know CCA is starting to do some more things as well in that direction. And uh, you know, I just really hope that you know again and 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 
you know, our, our buddy Steve Hoffman from South Shore Angles brought it up that $16 billion is a large number. <laughs> I mean, that's a yeah. lot of money but, in economic impact here. But we can all contribute in other ways. May I tip my hand a little bit on something? Of course. Chris yeah. Yesterday? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we, we don't have the details ironed out yet, but there are so many ways that we can give to these types of initiatives. Uh, my plans at ICAST are to introduce an inshore rod, and um, that rod's going to be fairly specific to weigh a lot of the South Floridians' fish. But uh, we'll give $5 to Captain's Clean Water for every rod that sells. Oh, nice. Oh, that's very cool. Very cool. That's a good... Uh, said, buddy, there's so many ways you can get back. Yeah, I agree. And you know what? I think I'm seeing, and it was one of my frustrations, I don't believe that the fishing industry itself... A lot of the manufacturers, you know, over the last 15 years have been as involved as I would like to see them. Not all of them, anyway. Um, and it seems like to me that more and more of these companies, the big companies that are really prevalent in the fishing industry, have started to step up here lately and get involved and help us to make a difference on these really, really important issues. Um, again, that economic impact, it, it trickles down to everybody, whether you're you know, a huge company based in Florida or a company based in California with a small footprint in Florida. It's still, you know, if you lose you know, a hundred grand off your bottom line, it's painful. And this is such a big, I mean, Florida's, you know, the Keys and, 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 you know, Jacksonville, the fishery and the fishery up in Destin and here in Tampa, the Everglades. I mean, it's such a great fishery, uh, saltwater wise and freshwater wise. You know, if you roll out to Polk County, and I always think about this when I go on my trip out there, you know, there's so many legendary anglers that grew up right here in West Central Florida. It's unbelievable. I mean, unbelievable. Look, Shaw Grigsby being a Gainesville guy and, you know, the Lane brothers, uh, you know, out here in Polk County. And, I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. It's such a great, great state for the sport of fishing. I just think that we need as much attention given to the conservation side of it. You know, more and more people are moving here every day. More and more people are fishing the estuaries. And we need to make sure that everyone is conservation-minded and that we take as good a care of this fishery and these estuaries as possible to get them to be as strong and and supportive of our our love for fishing as we can get them. Uh, Well well said. By the way, I love that segment about those rodeos and picking up all of those traps. I mean... It's not a hard line between the two. You and I both know the world's made of givers and takers, and what those people are doing falls perfectly into the giving because not only are they picking it up and taking away some of the obstacles that someone could potentially get hurt over or and, and those type of things, but then they're using it for a good cause right. to create structure. I mean, it doesn't get any better. Mike. No, I agree. And, and when Neil when Neil reached out to me uh, um, to come on the show and and, and – told me what he was doing with the ghost trap rodeo and all that. I thought, yeah, that's perfect because, again, it's one of those things that, you know, I, the traps, you don't even think about it. At least I didn't until somebody said it, until Neil was like, yeah, man, we're going to get the group together. We're going to do this rodeo, and we've got these sponsors, and, you know, we've got backing, and we're going to we're gonna go out there and clean those things up. And I, I remember um, getting in the water and having to unwrap one of those from my prop. I've done it. I've been one of those guys. You know, never saw it, you know, a couple foot of water, and you just wrap that rope up. The next thing you know, you got that crab trap wrapped all around your prop. 
Um, I was in the cold water. I remember it was winter time, and I remember having to get in the water and unwrap that doggone thing. Um, and I could have had real damage. Luckily, I didn't have any lower unit damage, but it could have been a you know a three thousand dollar event instead of just me having to get in the cold water to to kind of clean that up. But, you know, I applaud them. I applaud the work that Tampa Bay Watch is doing to work on the water clarity. And you can see it in, in this time of year when we've had, you know, finally some 59-degree water temps. It gets cold and the algae gets killed off, and you can see the quality of the water coming around. You know, now if we can just get everybody on the same page as far as the – you know, fishing as much catch and release as you can possibly do. And again, I, I don't say that being a guy that doesn't like to fillet fish and take some fresh fish home because I do. I do it on my TV show. I'm, I'm going offshore here in a couple of weeks to film a show. I'm hoping to get some big mangrove snapper for a big killer meal. So I'm not against, you know, taking fish out of the estuary, but I don't have a bunch of fish in my freezer. You know, the people that I fished yesterday, my charter yesterday, we caught a she caught a big sheephead first thing off of a rock pile in the middle of the bay, and I thought, you know, well, maybe they want to keep some fish. And she didn't even blink. She's like, we got fish in the freezer. We're good. We don't need any more. Yeah, you know, Mike, you kind of touched on something that a lot of times people get a little bit confused over. Yep. Conservation is simply the wise use of a resource. We're not talking about preservation here. So the fact that you're going to go out and catch some fish and eat them is – I'm, I'm all over that. Right. I eat fish probably four days a week, but conservation is just using it wisely. That's what's important. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, you're a, you're a big outdoorsman, uh, as I am, uh, you know, like to go sit in a tree and, and, uh, decompress and, uh, you know, put a little venison in the freezer and all those things. And, and, and I, I'm on the same platform with that resource as well, you know. Um, still kind of mind-boggling to me in the state of Georgia that you can buy a deer license and it comes with 10 does. <laughs> I'm like, 10 does? Where are you going to put 10 does in your freezer at home? I mean, <laughs> seriously, that's a lot of that's a lot of venison. You know what I mean? So, Absolutely. And I eat a lot. Of, we eat a lot of venison as a family. My wife does some great things with it. We love ground venison. I mean, you know, my, my whole family eats it, and I love sausage, and I'll be grilling some this afternoon for the football games. But, you know, again, you know, I don't need 10 does. So, you know, <laughs> Reggie's chiming in. You can bring me some of that venison. <laughs> yeah, there, there you have it, right? Yeah. Hey, by the way, Mike, I know we're going to quickly work our way to the top of the hour. I'd love to say just a, just a couple of minutes to, to throw in one kind of fun little big word piece about how we build the black ice rod. And I know Jeff will really enjoy it, too, but... Uh, Leave me room to add that. Okay, well, we're going we're gonna to have one little segment here at the top of the hour. We're going to have about four minutes here. We're going to go to break right now, and then we'll have one little segment to kind of wrap things up with you, and you can drop in some stuff on the new rod, the new product, and uh, and we'll wrap things up. Does that work? Appreciate that, bud. Oh, hey, no problem, my friend. I appreciate you getting up and joining me here this morning. We're going to take a short break, get everybody caught up on the world news, and then we'll be wrapping things up with our good friend Larry Rankin from Duck It Fishing. Lightning Sharks, tonight at 6 on News Radio WFLA, the home of Lightning Hockey. Welcome back. Wrapping things up here, my good friend Larry Rankin from Duckett Fishing. He's the vice president there. Larry, tell me about these black ice rods. I know we talked about them a little bit before 
Um, but I want to, I want you to dive into them because if Boyd Duckett is telling me that this is the rod, then I got to believe it's pretty doggone good. Well, it is good, and it just happens that last Sunday was the first day of the Bass Pro Shop uh, Training University where they bring in all the managers from Cabela's and Bass Pro Shops for training for four days. Yep. And you're on the hour all day long with them coming to you a couple yep. dozen at a time. Yep. I've and been the there for one question I've been there for Maui Gym, actually. You got it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, it's just very, very fast-paced. Well, the number one question that was coming back about black ice is, how can you make a rod that is so light, it's sensitive, um, yet strong? And here's the big word part to kind of have some fun with. It's a, it's a trademark process that we call multimodulus ectilical coil construction. Well, there's that's that's, that's that C.A. Richardson that. word. That's a C.A. Richardson <laughs> yeah. word. So, 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 Mike, what does that mean? What it really means is instead of a traditional uh, wrap that's one or two, we take the, that graphite and we cut it down to one-foot flags, and we wrap them multiple times from the bottom to the top as we're creating that blank. And what we can do over the course of that rod's length is decide where we want to change the tip, where we want to move the backbone. Oh, because nice. we're doing it in small pieces all the way up. It adds to strength and it adds to determining exactly how we want that rod to behave. So it's a big, big phrase to really say we're just taking the process down to multiple steps from one big flag. Nice, nice. Well, and, you know, I, I think in my adventures with Bull Bay Rods uh, on the saltwater side and in, in building the Real Animals brand, it, 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 you, you begin to understand how important it is to have those um, – those actions that you really like. So I know what Boyd is going through, putting his name on a line of rods and making it to do. And I can't imagine how difficult that is with the amount of different applications you have on the freshwater side. You know what I mean? Where you need different actions for so many different things, whether you're beating the pads or, you know, whether you're trying to throw crankbaits for distance. And, I mean, it's just, it's it's mind-blowing to me. I don't know that people really understand how much thought process, how much effort has to go in to designing a rod that actually makes a difference in today's, mar- a difference in today's market. Well, it actually, it, it was so difficult that we talked about it in 2017 and then went back to the engineering side of things and spent another year on it to wow. get it to where it really needed to be before it was launched. And so it's now, um, those rods are all arriving at our warehouse uh, early next week. That's super so cool. Perfect, timing perfect. Yeah, that is super cool. And the Bassmaster Classic right around the corner. Where is the Classic this year? It's up in Knoxville this year. Okay. All right. So, um, yep. Could be a cold. Drive for us from Gunnersville. Yeah, it could be a little chilly still, though, huh? Well, it could be, but the fact that they've moved it now to March uh, really helps. You know, when it was in the middle of February, man, I mean, it was really, really, the typical classic was, was you could expect it to be cold. But in the middle of March, you got a, you got a much better chance um, to actually be catching some bedding fish. Nice. In the right conditions. Nice. I'm going to have to call you and see if you can't get me to carry your bags in or something. i got to find a way to get to one of these classics just to see it. Sounds like such a neat event. I know it, Jeff Page has been now to one before at now. I know it for sure, and now he's going again. And he just seems to exude all this energy that comes out of that thing. So, you know, it's like you're the Super Bowl of, of fishing. It's an it's an incredible spectator event as well. I don't know of anything else that's been 
that is more attended um, than the classic when you and they're they're just they're those hardcore uh, consumers we talk about that the industry has. And right, you're not going to lose them. They're, they're there. Right, right. Guys that are ate up with it, which you know I totally understand. Go figure. I turned oh, my favorite guys, gals, and kids. Yeah, entire families, Mike. That's what's neat about it. Well, and you know that's the deal. I mean, that's really the deal. If if you break down fishing in a nutshell, I talked about this yesterday with my customers. You know, getting more female anglers and getting more kids on the water and interested in fishing is how we keep our sport alive and thriving going into the future. Larry Rankin, you know you're one of my favorite people, brother. I appreciate your time this morning so very much. I hope you have a great day on the water down there, and I wish you and, and Boyd Duckett and all the people there at Duckett Fishing all the success in the world. You know real animals are here for you, brother. If uh, anything we can do to help you, your company, and, and Boyd out in the future, we're, uh, we're here for you, my friend. I appreciate your time this morning very much. Thank you, and I appreciate you as well. All good, buddy. Thank you, pal. Go to DuckAtFishing.com. You can check them out there as well. Remember to check us out on all of our uh, our social media platforms. Instagram is Real Animals TV. you got the Real Animals Facebook page at Facebook slash Real Animals. Check all that stuff out. You can also follow us on Twitter at Real Animals Fish. So uh, check us out on all that stuff. Reggie, great job today. I appreciate you, brother. It was really nice having Larry in here, kind of changing it up a little bit and uh, and getting to talk a little bit of bass fishing this time of year. Be careful if you're headed to the water today, as Dylan Hubbard said. Weather's going to turn south about midday, and uh, when it turns, you don't want to be in the wrong place. So be smart out there. Have a great weekend. And uh, I don't know who I want to win, but anybody but the Patriots. Have a great weekend, everybody. We're out. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.